Trinidad and Tobago Computer Society podcast number 15, Saturday, February 21st, 2009. Welcome to the Trinidad and Tobago Community Society podcast, a podcast about technology in Trinidad and Tobago and abroad. Uh, with me t- today are uh, Anil and Mike. And uh, well, this is our third podcast for 2009. And uh, in case you're kind of wondering, uh, we were kind of busy in 2008 doing uh, quite a lot of activities. And in a way, in, for this year, we was kind of resolved okay, we're going to take, do, we're going to downgrade or not downgrade what's the right word we're going to shorten the podcast so we can get we can we can edit them faster and, and get them out in a timely fashion mm-hmm. we got most most of our um, listeners complained that the podcasts were too long and too big to download so we thought okay let's let's make them shorter and, and easier to download and easier to listen to so we've actually got a timer going that's going to tell us when we've gone too long um, we're going to experiment with that until we kind of get a feel for how long we can actually de- dedicate to each topic. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those of you who are thinking that we have been off the radar for a long time, if you if you go and check out our site, you'll realize that in 2008, we actually were busy. We did um, we released uh, three videos, That's which, right. were actu- which were actually all one video. We, we cut them up into three pieces so that YouTube could swallow them. And that was about using Johnny Lee's um, innovative um, use of the, 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 yeah, the use Wii of, Remote. Yes, the, it was used in the Nintendo Wii Remote to, to allow you to use a computer as a whiteboard you know, on any projected surface. Uh, the videos are, came, came out quite well, but, and um, if you haven't checked them out as yet, I suggest you, you do so. And www.ttcsweb.org. Oh. And there's a link on, on the main oh, yes. page, Oh, you can just go, go to youtube.com slash web. And uh, in fact, watch, watch the high-quality version because, in fact, everything comes out much clearer and everything. Right. So we had, uh, we had someone using it as an actual whiteboard. We had someone using it as a, as a, an e- on an easel as a, ske- as a large sketch pad. And we had um, an actual artist doing some sketches with it. Yeah, came out very so, good actually. Yeah, yeah it, it was pretty, well. pretty, pretty very impressive. And then later in the year, we also did uh, Software Freedom Day 2008, yeah. and that was that was an overwhelming response, all things considered. We had a lot of people attending. Yeah, we had uh, I believe over 200. Over 200. People. People. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that event compared with 2000, 2007, we had how many? It was about a hundred. Okay, yeah. so we doubled. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I would say it was close to 250. Uh, I would say because all about we had about we had catered for I think 200 um, 200 plus CDs and all of it was given out. Right. So yes, we we, we it's probably it's well over 200 mm-hmm. people attended. We had lots of lectures. Uh, actually, even with the fact that some of our lecturers cancelled out at the last moment, uh, we still had. Quite a few lectures, and I think Virtual Box just ran late because nobody wanted to let him go. Mm-hmm. Um, virtual Box, whatever for those who were listening, uh, is a virtualization uh, to run an operating system on your existing uh, operating system. So that's sort of like um, 
running Windows within the Mac OS or running Linux within the Windows OS yeah. without actually having to format yeah. your drive and yeah. that sort of thing. So it's a safe way of testing out another operating system. It's probably a good way of running, some, I suppose, uh, Windows Vista within Windows XP if you wanted to test it out first. Correct. Or yeah. Windows 7 within within Windows Vista or any of the, the other combinations. We were sort of hoping that... Um, Kurt was here. He's one of our other members who's been fiddling with Windows 7 quite a bit. That's right. And um, and he's a person who is uh, who has not used Windows Vista. Yes, so, that's right. So he he has he's a Mac user. Could be wrong. Yeah, Mac user. Who, he no, has Kurt? XP. Yeah. No, Kurt's XP. Kurt is an XP user. He oh, has completely no XP. Okay. He's hardly touched a Mac, in fact. Oh. Which I okay. That's why I was hoping to get him here because that that would have been a rather good uh, discussion, but he couldn't make it. Nevertheless, um, we are back. And we're doing a podcast. I think while we're at it, we might as well just explore a little bit more about what, what happened with Software Freedom Day 2009, because I think that... You mean 2008? Sorry, 2008, yes. yes. Yeah, I'm brushing <laughs> things a bit, because we were already <laughs> planning for 2009. That's right. But 2008 was rather good. Um, and we have to say thanks to the Ministry of oh, Public, Min- Public, Public Admin, who really helped us out by letting us use the old fire station, which turned out to be a rather good venue for it. Um, I don't think that we'll be able to use it uh, again. Um, well, considering the way we scale, <laughs> yeah. the number yeah. of people who, who come, uh, I believe if we do the same amount of, of, of yeah. stuff, that we'll that will be a too small venue for the next. Yeah, I think software freedom day. In, two so. year, in two years' time, we might need a stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. But uh, actually, you can see some you can see pictures of software freedom day uh, two thousand and eight. Uh, we posted them up on Flickr, and uh, we also did a short video of, of uh, you know, where there were interviews done of people attending Software Freedom Day 2008. So you could, again, uh, well, in the show notes, I'll show, uh, the link will be there for, for those uh, two items. Uh, now, we had uh, two separate lecture halls. One was uh, downstairs in the cafeteria mm-hmm. of the... Um, old fire station. Of the old fire station. We, we even showed some some uh, films that were made with open source software. I think there was um, uh, Elephant's Dream, and there was... What was the one with the bunny? Uh, Big Buck Bunny. Big Buck Bunny, yeah. And don't, then don't be careful how to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big Buck Bunny. And um, we also had showed the, the interview with Stephen Fry. That's right, who yes. Who was um, telling people about open source and trying to explain it in layman's terms and uh, explaining that it's been around for 25 years or so. I think that was a surprise to most people because many people have not heard of, of open source and have no idea what it is. Uh, actually, it was just uh, yesterday, I think it was, I was talking to a store owner who was selling Microsoft Office. And when I mentioned the fact that they could, in fact, just download uh, open Office and, and um, sell it to their customers... They hadn't thought of that. In fact, their technicians were already using OpenOffice. And to me, that was an irony because here they were selling Microsoft Office and, the, and their back office staff were using OpenOffice. Because, mm-hmm. So the, the back office staff know the value of, of, of the open source software. Mm-hmm. And it had never occurred to them to try you know, either bundling it with other, other packages that they sold or selling it with the computers that they sell. Mm-hmm. Um, until I pointed out to them that that you know, is something that they could be doing as well because that's... Uh, that particular store was was quite interested in, in open source software to begin with. Mm-hmm. Software Freedom Day is, is quite important in that we can help to sort of 
neutralize some of the media blitz that the the proprietary software companies. True, you but know, not even that's not again. There's not to me is from my, from my personal standpoint. Anyway, there's there's nothing really wrong with the proprietary software per se. Except that it's expensive. Expensive, yeah. So I mean, and if you if you have to use it, then by all means do buy it. And well, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, but yeah. from what most people want, Open Office does what True. what's needed. Uh, yeah, I, I it's agree. very it's very rare that you find a person who specifically needs something. And there are spe- there are reasons. I I can't think of any right now, but I'm sure there are reasons specific to have the proprietary software. But the average person doesn't really need it, and so you find that they're spending. Thousands of well, in, in Trinidad dollars, that's, that's thousands of dollars, or in U.S. dollars, it's hundreds of U.S. dollars for something that you know they could be getting for free. Mm-hmm. But the response was quite good. We had a hall full of, of stuff to be shown, including some of the videos that we did of 2007. Right. Yeah. Um, we had the one laptop per child laptop on display, and that got quite a lot of attention. Right, yeah, that, we had a display of one laptop per child, as well as some of the Asus networks. Right. And um, that was that was a, a pretty popular display. We had, we had a, a lot of children who actually came and were using the, the laptops just right there on the uh, Yes, the kids figured out how to use it, the adults were like, what do I do <laughs> next? Yes. Well, actually, we uh, we, did, we approached uh, to the software freedom in a different way after 2007. Uh, we started, we, well, we thought we really started earlier. I have to, have to say we started early uh, July, you know, trying to look at various venues and so forth because we figured Han Arnold, which, was, which worked well for 2007, and uh, we figured, well, if you, let's try to, you know, do better. And we figured that, well, if you wanted to do different uh, presentations at the same time, I think that, and this is why we started thinking, well, you know, because one one problem we had in two, we taught in two thousand and seven was that, you know, it was a fairly rushed kind of an affair where it was just, um, you know, it was just once once we started at one o'clock, it was like all the way through, you know, with just breaks, just small breaks for just setting up and so forth, and you know, for persons who just like only came in for certain parts of it or whatever, you know, they may they may not. Um, have been able to like see anything because there was really literally no space to have any displays of the previous meet of the previous right. things and so forth. And the thought was that hey, how can we fit more information? Because a lot of people were asking information about a variety of different things. And so the thing was, how do we do? How do we try to do it? So the idea came up. Okay, well let's try to uh, uh, try to do uh, two different tracks. Of of lecture of presentations, I won't say lectures, presentations, right? About forty minutes long, one get for the novice user, you know, the person now learning about computers, and then the more uh, um, uh, another track of presentations for, for the more computer savvy person, uh, the person who's a little more familiar with computers and so forth. Uh, they you know they're comfortable with installing applications and you know they they know a little bit about it. So we, we started in uh, early July, and we went through several uh, candidates for a venue and until the old fire station turned out to be the best one. And, uh, again, many thanks to the Ministry of Public Administration for uh, getting, giving us access to that facility on that day. What we also did was uh, also we also decided to try a, a media launch before yes. the Software Freedom Day. Because we were thinking, well, you know, it's highly unlikely that media persons would, would want to come on a Saturday. So the, the thinking was, well, let's try to do a media launch 
to and we invite the media on to come on on a previous day. And also, what we also wanted to do was also organize ourselves in terms of presentations, you know, put up a presentation schedule, all of those things. And also do things like um, have our shirts ready, because we have because we, our new shirts featuring our TTCS, TTCS logo, which, uh, which, came, which came out quite well. I was quite impressed with, with the screen printing. Um, and uh, I'm wearing it right now. <laughs> yeah, it's not a video podcast. Yeah, it's really not a video podcast, yeah. Um, but we, so we did that. We got sponsorship for printing Osmond CDs and Ubuntu CDs, right, right. courtesy of the TT Nick, uh, uh, which which is Nick TT, which allows you to register your .tt domain name. And we also had uh, CDs, um, some T-shirts, and stickers, and, and that That's type right. of thing from oh, SoftwareFreedomDay.org. Mm-hmm. So we had some official Software Freedom and Day. Balloons, so and balloons. Yeah, balloons. we had balloons. <laughs> <laughs> So how did we do when it came to ranking with the rest of the world and as far as our... Well, we, we got an honorable mention again, once oh. again, in from Software Freedom Day International. Second time running, okay. Second time running, yes. I would like to see that um, uh, the biggest thing encountered was, well, one, I think we need even more time and planning because yep. yeah. it was it was very, a fairly hectic day for the people running behind the scenes. We need more people, and more yeah, volunteers. That's right. I think definitely we need more volunteers. If you had about five more persons, I think things would have been a lot less uh, stressful. So if you happen to be one of our members and you're listening to this podcast and you'd like to help out with with educating the public on using uh, open source software, if you happen to be somebody who has a, a particular passion for a particular piece of open source software, whether it's Firefox, Open uh, Open Office, or... Inkscape, or there's there's so many of them out there. Or if there's one that I, you know, you think nobody has seen enough of or knows enough of, and you you want to do a demo for for this this coming September, drop us a line at admin at ttcsweb.org. That's right. And uh, we might we'll probably have you on board. Mm-hmm. And we need all we need all the volunteers that we can we can get, for, because it was a, it was really really difficult to get everything all sorted out mm-hmm. in time. And to be on schedule, and I think even so, we ran a little bit late trying to get everything shut down and, and taken right. out quickly. Yeah, I mean, old old fire station was a good uh, is a good venue, but you know, unfortunately, getting early access to it was a very, was very difficult. So it was literally on the day we had access to it. So it was a, you know, so you had to get there early, like seven six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning, kind yeah, of thing. set up, and then we had a time to leave as well. At, so. Yeah, so. It was, and it was very hectic. So, and in fact, we I think we did start off late, unfortunately. But I mean, actually, the, the, the attendees I think uh, were quite surprised by it. I don't think they were, were even expecting it to be as on the scale it was. Yeah, that was what was interesting to me was how many people were. They're not even on time, but early. That's right. And yeah. Even before the, the advertised time, there were people trying to get in, mm-hmm. and you'd see people sort of wandering around the entrance and. Inevitably, you'd ask them if they were, if they were trying to go to the Software Freedom Day event, and, and they would say yes, and we'd direct them, and we'd say, okay, well, hang on a sec, we haven't started as yet, you're ahead of schedule. So it, it was quite interesting to see how many people really wanted to be there and really wanted mm-hmm. to learn about it. Yeah, and actually, also in, in addition to the presentations, uh, they did different presentation tracks. Uh, one did one get for the novices, one get for the more savvy computer users. There was a, like a general lobby area, so people could just stay back and just. And then we had tables showing them the Osmond CD, Ubuntu, 
and you know, so people could you know ask quite their questions and so forth. Yeah. Well, we had people from as far away as Tobago coming specifically yeah, to see this. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, it was all it was well it was well attended. At least I think that was the most way. It was a very heartening thing. I mean, it was a lot of work, but you know, seeing a lot, seeing a lot of people attending. Well, we have a video of some of the interviews of people who visited, and I think Dev, you've up, you you uploaded yep. into the web. Where, yep, is, yep. where is that? It's at Filefront, and in fact, it, uh, we, uh, there's a report already on the um, Software Freedom Day 2008, because we had to write a report for the Software Freedom Day International. So yes, it's available on our website, so um, I'll, in the, I'll put it in the show notes for this podcast. Okay, so I guess we look forward to 2009. Yes, we, are, we have so identified a... planning for that. Yes. Uh, bigger venues, we look at... Any idea of where the venue might be? For you. We haven't confirned we it haven't yet. Confirmed it yet, so okay. we're hoping to. But we, yeah, we are. We, like UE or yeah. some some. Uh, it definitely a place that's bigger and more accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, judging from the number of people who came last year and seeing as we'll be advertising earlier this year, I mean, I expect a lot more people. Yeah. But again, we do need more people to help. You know, well, we really, really do need that because um, more people make it make it much, a much easier process for everyone. Having said that, I should also say that you know, uh, a lot of the people that did help us out a lot. I mean, I, I don't think I want to mention all the person's names here because I don't want to miss. I don't want to miss somebody else. I'll take a whole podcast by itself. Yeah, but it, you know, I mean, really, it was really gratifying just uh, for the for the team to come together and produce this event. Uh, we did very well. We should. We should also um, say thanks to the folks at, uh, at the Guardian Building, not 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 the Trinidad Guardian, but actually, but in West Moorings, uh, Guardian, 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 Life. Guardian Life for yeah. la- allowing us use of the of the atrium for the mm-hmm. for the uh, the media launch, which was attended, but not as well as we had hoped. I mm-hmm. guess it's not. We haven't gotten to the stage where the media really understands I, what I think what software is. Well, I, I see. This is where. Um, I think what happens when you think, well, you think, well, a computer users, we think that, okay, emails and so on, elect- sending electronic messages work out very well. But unfortunately, it looks like, you know, if you have to really call them, but you have to telephone them and, you know, actually, I guess, hand-holding, I, I don't know if that's the right word, but, but you have to actually voice call them. I think that's what we have to do for this year. We have to call them, get it to them, okay, explain to them, and put, you know, to each of them, hey, it's going to be here, 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 rather than just trying to send an email or send a fax. Because um, I think that the response, didn't, we, we didn't get that expected response. And, of course, unfortunately, it was also a very, very heavy rain that day. Yeah, that, did, that didn't help either. That's but, right, yeah. Um, I understand. I, I, I missed the article, but I understand that the Express had a decent article. That's right, yeah. About yeah. media. We had, a, we had an Express. We also had... Newsday. Newsday. Which actually oh wait, what am I saying? Uh, Andre Andre Alexander was, was there to take some photographs of us for the Guardian as well. So we mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. So we we were covered in the three major newspapers. I just I don't think the media really grasps how important open source can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we can rectify that. Yeah, yeah. we need to work on it. And it, and it was a good, it's, as I said because it was probably our first event that we really tried to do something on this scale. And um, well, as I say, we've learned a lot. We've learned a lot, and and folks, De- Dev and Anna have made their television debut. That's right. Yes, we've got to mention that. Uh. <laughs> yes, they made their Correct. television debut, with yeah. explaining what open source software was on television with Alison Hennessy on Channel 
Four. Yeah. Channel Four. Channel Four and turn that on on cable. Mm -hmm. And we're hoping we're going to try, we're going to try and twist their arms to go back on again. <laughs> well, we were invited to come back. Yes, yes we were. Very yeah. good. Okay. So, so we'll see we'll on we'll see on television again. Well, folks, that's that's what we were doing all of last year. We actually weren't ignoring. Actually, we weren't ignoring things, you. Yeah. 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 So we weren't ignoring you. But we do promise that we're going to try and get some more podcasts out to you this year to let you know on a more regular basis as to what we're doing. Because we know some of you are as far away as Norway and Sweden and we, <laughs> we get emails from all over the place. So um, thanks for your interest and for downloading the podcast. And um, over to you, Deb. And about send any comments about the podcast to admin at ttcsweb.org. Thanks for listening.